Hello, hello everybody, it's your boy Oscar and I'm back with episode number 9 of X Fader behind the scenes of Wolves of Cecilia. This is the podcast where I'm talking about my experience behind the scenes of this big and amazing project. As per always, this is going to be an organic kind of experience where I will have a number of talking points on my computer, a wireless microphone in my hand, and I will be going through this whole episode unscripted, winging it and swinging it all the way from the beginning to the end. And who am I? I am a 31 year, 32 year old even, 32 year old dude from the Swedish countryside. Uh, I came aboard as a sound engineer almost one year ago. Uh, that was in April 2021, as a sound engineer. And from there, I advanced and uh, expanded as a into being a concept artist, script writing assistant, and eventually ended up doing all things visuals, lots of stuff, visuals, uh, and um, thereby also becoming a creative, consu- creative consultant. And uh, in the autumn of 2021, I expanded even further, and have been going into animation duties and visual effects and uh, maybe even a few more things on top of that. Depends on a little bit. It all depends a little bit on um, how you how you would like to look at it. Anyways, so this is uh, the kind of basics that you need to know. Also, new for this episode is uh, the fact that I'm going to uh, to, to include uh, a synopsis of what Wolso Cecilia is all about. So, it goes as it goes like this: In the world of the powerful three kingdoms, there are two young wolves, Tarius, a half demon with no memory of his past, and Phylon, a farm boy able to use long lost magic. Together, they embark on a quest for answers, but there are those who would do anything to keep these long-lost secrets hidden. And so, that's the synopsis for Wolves of Cecilia. Okay, so, in this episode, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about a lot of cool stuff. And uh, a little bit, at least. I have to uh, at least address it. Some very sad stuff. Um... And I think you've all figured out what is all what I, what I mean. That is, of course, the war in Ukraine, because the the peace is no more on at the at the time of recording, at least. Uh, that peace is no more on this continent, and it really weighs me down, real hard. You could probably tell already that this episode started out in a little bit of a different tone compared to the other ones. If you have. A, listen to any one of the previous episodes but my mission is to be your escape i'm here to uh, to open a door into a world where you don't need to think where you don't need to think about what's going on in the big world and uh, so i will at least have to um that that is my mission but I, of course, um, will also need to ad- at least address this, because what's going on now is, it's of biblical proportions. I'm not even joking. Anyhow, we have how many weeks to cover? It is one, two, three, four, almost five. Almost five weeks to cover. And I'm starting out where we left off with 
the last update, which uh, or update uh, episode, I should say, which was recorded in the early or very late Sunday or very early Monday. I don't remember exactly because that that Sunday Monday was absolutely insane. Um, now, as uh, you might might know. The, um, the regulars here, you know that uh, a big part of my personal brand will be about cars. So I will mention my car a few times here and there, but this is a Wolves of Cecilia dedicated episode, so I will keep it Wolves of Cecilia. That's a promise. I, wanna, I, will, I will just mention my car really briefly, even though cars is a very big deal in my world. Okay, so I did a lot of preps for my for my car, which was going in for a big um, upgrade. Uh, it was going to get new brakes all around, performance discs and stuff. And uh, that was the Monday. I've done some, I did some car content for that. And I did even more content on Tuesday. So that is 21st and 22nd of February. And on uh, Tuesday, I rested up and uh, made even more content. I maybe kind of hinted at that already. Uh, so it was... And and th this was a long time coming, to begin with. And it got done. And fortunately enough, everything went exactly according to plan. And um, everything is still working very good. So very happy about that. Now, that also meant that um, a potential studio day on Tuesday was out of the question because I was really, really tired. I uh, almost don't want to admit it, but I was up the entire night that night. I did not sleep. It was just as brutal as you might imagine. That's the, <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> what it's like to create content at times. You just have to put yourself on the line and sometimes you gotta put your line, put yourself on the line pretty good. Speaking of late night early morning missions the time right now is somewhere about four in the morning just uh, it's 4 30 in the morning yeah so <laughs> it's one it's one of those nights but i don't regret a single thing and we will get to that towards the end of the episode um but the 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 kind of uh, little teaser so that you just don't tune out already because i do we do have a lot of cool stuff to talk about, of course. Um, it, it was some voice acting, and I've been shouting and screaming and rolling on the floor here today. Uh, it, has been, it was absolutely hysterical and awesome in between the, in between the takes. And uh, yes, it was absolutely amazing. We'll get to that and a whole lot more. But we are starting out here. So, or rather, continuing on the 23rd of February. So, um, so Wednesdays means cleaning day, and I went to Dad's dental lab and Mom's dental clinic to clean them up, and so I did. Well, also with the with the car just um, having some uh, w with the car having its new brakes on, I also took it for us for a drive out in the snow with the new brakes and started to really get them uh, to to break them in, and. Uh, why do you do this? Short answer is that basically um, they, they it will take some time before they will start functioning properly. So I, I have taken ever since every opportunity that I have to be out and drive and learning the car, of course, because it's a manual and I've always been driving automatics. 
So that's what's happening on the 23rd of February and going into the night. I'm also uh, documenting my experience with, with the car. And so why is this important? Um, because after the 23rd, 23rd comes the 24th. And so, uh, and the, the 24th is not just any day for a number of reasons, but there and then I did not think that it was going to coincide but a few a few hours later, it happens. Okay, but but, for, but first, so I'm there in my kitchen, and you know, um, in my case, every before every birthday, there are a lot of philosophical things going through my head. It's just like, yeah, what was the last year like? What is this year going to be like? Um, what are we gonna do for birthday? Maybe I should have. Um, thought about maybe arranging some kind of stream party it has been full whack with um, with with the car in particular this uh, this big job that just had to go right it was a lot of money on the line and it was a lot of effort on the line and it just had to work which it did it left no room for planning for a party and i was like i, I felt p pretty bummed about that um and and it was this beautiful winter night and everything just um everything was just seemingly just as normal then it pops up on the screen russia invades ukraine it says and i'm just like you can't be serious but it was and it was just absolutely surreal so there i am in the kitchen um the war is starting and I knew in that moment that this is going to be a very dark day in the history books. And um, how how ugly, how dark, I had no idea, but I know that this is one of the most it it was just it was just not sad in so many ways but it was also so surreal that it just happened to coincide with my birthday on the 24th of February. Turning 32 and this this one day, there it happens, and it was just like, uh, yeah, you, you. I don't even know if anybody can relate to this, but um, but but I'm definitely not trying to play the the victim here. Absolutely not. Um, there has been, there are so many more people out there suffering much more than I did in that moment, and you know what I mean. Uh, okay, so yes, a dark day, and it was pr almost impossible to sleep. So many thoughts going through the head. And before I go any further, um, I'm just going to say that um, it has ever since been um, a ghost, this whole, this whole war. It has been uh, really bothering me in um, every hour awake pretty much, in some kind of way. Um, with the exception being when I've been deep into the deep in, deeply focused in my art or when driving. But pretty much in every other case, I've been pretty much sleeping with one eye open and, uh, and, and just been on my guard because um, I, I'm not in, I'm not in the, I'm not in the, there are people living much more closer to the, to the conflict, but um, we are here in Europe. We are just all pretty much in the same boat right now. 
it's really sad and um, and really concerning. And uh, it's just, um, that's the situation we all have to handle. And you know what? I mean, one, I could, and I say I could have, put my head, head in the sand, plugged my ears, and gone, you know, I don't give a damn. But that, it doesn't, this is of such a magnitude that it's just out of the question for me. And I just had to do what was right. Full-on crisis preparation. Because just as everybody else, we had no idea in that moment just how bad it was going to get. And uh, from uh, from that moment on, um, it, it my um, all our creative operations in Wolves of Cecilia and on my part with all my creative operations, it was just putting everything on pause and getting ready for... It, it was basically... I was basically going into survival mode. I mean, it was just really, really awful. Um, but once again, I was not the one suffering the most. Um, and I also want to say that ever since this happened, even before, I mean, the thoughts has been uh, with the people in Ukraine and um, and so on and so forth. It's just been... Uh, it's been with... a. Uh, it's been really heavy, but as I said, and 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 also by the way, uh, th- it's one of those reasons to why this episode has been taking a while to put together. Because my plan was, of course, to give you this episode, um, just episode number nine rather, on the um, just just one week after. I had the pace. That was the thing. Everything was just going so good in that moment for me. The, the, in the beginning of that week everything was going according to plan uh, the car was coming along got the art um, we had the, we, we had so we had such a good momentum in uh, backstage and then this mess just went down absolutely unbelievable but as I said I'm here to be your escape and um and so it has taken some time to get my thoughts together and um, and uh, get back on, t- on, on the horse again. Because being this kind of... I really want to be that kind of entertaining guy. The one that makes you want to come online. The one that you want to talk to. And uh, the, the one that puts on a show. Um, even when things are like really challenging... And really, um, and really tough. But it is still, you know, I'm reminded that um, I'm not a machine. I'm a human being. So that's the way it goes. Okay. But with all that said, I think at least I don't want to go. I don't want to go any further like this. Uh, um, what am I saying? Uh, I don't want to go any further into this than I already have. I've addressed it, I've um, said what I need to say, and um, as uh, some other creators out there would put it, um, I want to be that uh, guy in the hamburger bar kind of guy that just makes uh, 
everything that that's just trying to give you the best burgers in town. That's pretty much my mission. I want to be that kind of um, that kind of person. And so I'm not gonna go on a preachy um, politician like kind of um, speech here or anything like that. Um, but but still, I don't want to gloss over it and pretend as if it's not happening because that would be a rather um, no. Um, I th- th- this feels for me like the right thing to do. And so we are. I will try to um, stay on mission to the best of my abilities, including continuing with this episode and everything that happened in Wolsa Cecilia. Once again, my thoughts and prayers are with everyone in Ukraine. Stay strong. All right. So on the 24th, that was the 24th of February. Uh, Almost. Because um, I happened to get into one of those things that really saved the day. I mean, the single thing that saved the day was the fact that I, for some reason... And Milky, Milksy, project leader of Wolves of Cecilia, happened to um, come into the chat. And uh, one thing led to another, and all of a sudden we start talking. And, um, and, um, and, uh, she was, and, and she found out that the 24th was my birthday. She was like, oh, I'm going to give you a birthday gift. And it was like, that was, that's just amazing. So... Um, absolutely delighted, of course. And um, she was like, we had a long conversation that uh, went on for, uh, yeah, we had a long, long conversation. And um, by the end of it, we had the basics nailed down for what would become the design for my uh, for my fan character, Xenon. And um, Xenon is an old character of mine, and he has been around ever since 2011, starting out as a white German shepherd. And in uh, Wolves of Cecilia and in Azerhal Reborn, now he's not, he, ha- he, he doesn't have an official approval yet, or even a reference sheet in, um, in, Azerhal, in Azerhal Reborn, which is a community I'm also part of. I'm also a figurant voice actor there, and we will get to some more Azerhal Reborn stuff later in this episode, so be sure to wait for that. Um, we'll take a while, uh, take a good few minutes be- before we're there, uh, but I drew Kaitu, and this time it, re- it looked really good, but that's a few weeks ahead. But here, we, we, were, we were at the 24th, 25th of February, and we started to really nail down the design of Xenon, and, and Milky was like, I, I've wanted to draw this guy for a long while, because he has been on a part of uh, on a piece of concept art that I cannot show to the public that we not can share with the public, um, and um, and it looked. I mean, that was I drew him back in the summer of 2021, and I was I was very happy with the result. But I said that he this is not the final design, and this is not milky. Uh, Milky has not drawn this guy. I might get a few details wrong here and there. Uh, so there was this potential there for this character to look really, really good. And so... Oh, excuse me. Oh, 
I fueled up with some energy drink to keep myself going because the time is um, 4.42 a.m. That is 20 minutes to 5 in the morning. Yes, I'm a night owl or maybe just a night cat. <laughs> okay, and um, and 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 um, so what started out the day before with a written specification turned into a number of drafts, and uh, that was on the 25th. So in the afternoon, my time on the 25th of February, I was uh, having a conversation back and forth with Milky, and all of a sudden, um, we finalized the design of Xenon. And my word, he just turned out so good. He just looks absolutely fantastic. And behind um, and in the DMs, I thanked Milky a million times for this one. And he just looks so pretty. He has, um, and for the ones who doesn't know, um, and for the ones listening that haven't been on the server yet, um, so he is this. Um, he is this. Um, very Wolf Cecilia esque uh, wolf design. With uh, he is completely, he is completely white with um, black ear tufts, because you know uh, <laughs> that's uh, that was just uh, one of those initial ideas that I had for Zeno that he has to he he gotta have those um, ear tufts. I just find it so charming, and uh, they are partially inspired by um, by Lynx. Bobcats, depending on where you live in the world. So, uh, what you call them, rather. So, um, so yes, Xenon has those, um, and he has a bow tie, which is, on on this reference, or, or rather on this on this piece, is made of gold. Now, in in um, in the works you will see in the in the pieces that I will draw with him in the future. He will have a leather esque bow tie with a golden um, with a golden quadro logo. And for the ones of you who won't, who wonder what I, what the quadro logo is, that is my uh, four hexagon uh, constellation uh, that I've uh, that I've designed. So that's what I call the quadro, and it's right there on his bow tie. He also has a um, hoodie of sorts, a kind of a short one, goes just to the um, to the bottom of the rib cage, all the way up to the lower part of the neck, of course, and and then, also inspired by my racing shoes. I'm not. I, I, I'm not joking. I I I have a pair of racing boots, like professional grade, not not the most expensive ones, but you find you find uh, drivers on a semi-professional level with those particular shoes that I have. Italian ones, super comfortable, and I wear them more than. Um, how should uh, the the word is escaping me at the moment? But I I wear them as often as I possibly can when driving my car, and also um, also a proper pair of racing gloves, and they are also black and white, and uh, they have pretty much the same styling that you find on the garments worn by Xenon. So, um, and then and something something that Xenon has that I don't have in real life, but I do consider it. I do consider it, and I'm not joking. Um, he has his um, upper, uh, how would you say this in English? Corner teeth. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. Come on. Um, 
those um, the third and here I'm thinking in dental terms again and you're not you're not in you guys are not into the dental business maybe one or two of you are um, but third tooth from the middle counting outwards in the tooth arc okay so you get you have the big one in the middle then you have a smaller one next to that one then there is this third one big canine tooth as it's called in in dental terms and um, that those two dent those two canine teeth are golden on xenon and i i do contemplate on on letting uh mom and dad help me out with um with golden veneers on my own <laughs> on my own canine teeth <laughs> i'm not even joking it would have been it would have been so amazing um but I, but that is a that is a whole discussion on its own. But it's just like yeah, um, it's um, it's it's a it's a wonderful design detail, and we got it all down. And Xenon just looks so pretty, and uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, Milky, you you really saved my weekend and uh, and and my sanity pretty much. Thank you, thank you, and thank you a billion times over. Okay, so. Yes, um, that was, was it Friday? Yeah, that was Friday, 25th of February. And then we got, come to Saturday, the 26th of February, which I pretty much, which was pretty much a recovery day because I hardly slept on Thursday. Friday was also a bit of a, um, exhausting day. And on Saturday, the 26th of February, I just tried to adapt to, the the new situation that w was unfolding uh on the 27th of february i um i say that okay i just want a little break from all um all the atrocities going on and all the sad stuff going on and um and uh i had um i had a very interesting session with with my good friend vio and um vio for as for the newcomers out there uh is um, is a person who is in uh, many who's involved in the project in a number of different ways, but most importantly, he is um, pretty much the audio guy when it comes to sound effects and um, a number of these very um, uh, fundamental audio tasks that we are doing, but also a creative. Um, a creative assistant in so many ways and um and just um, making pretty much there all the time and just making the most incredible things with the with um, the most simple of tools it's just an amazing person to have in the team and i'm extremely proud of him and today he um when when i did record my lines for the character that i will be playing in episode one uh he did an absolutely fantastic job we will get to that and so on uh, but but now we are on the 27th of february and i said that if we are going to go so here's the thing in order to make believable animation and that is if i would do it myself uh i have a to, be, to begin with, it's a massive task. I have no uh, formal education, no training, practically 
um, no experience. It's just um, it's just some basic things. But I've come a long way, even though um, even though I have this kind of even even if it feels like the odds are stacked against me, I'm gonna say that I've had some uh, great successes over the past months, and um, we are going to talk a bit about that later on as well. Um, so. And and why is this? Why am I taking the time to really explain what's going on here? So it's because in order to get a good animation, there are a number of ways to get there, of course. Um, but but there is this thing that there there is this thing that uh, one one kind of method, one kind of um, uh, approach doesn't work in every case. And uh, I said to I said to Milky and Vio that maybe this what I'm what I'm thinking about could be the right kind of way to go. So without getting into without revealing exactly what is going on in what I have on my screen, uh, I recorded myself doing some particular movements that I think would fit for a certain scene or scenes and that in turn that to begin with was a video file recorded on my phone then that video file was turned into a gif so now i had two sources of uh, moving pictures one was a gif that i could watch over and over and over again to train my eye uh, to train my eyes for all the things that you need to consider when animating, which is quite a lot, with everything from, um, if, well, I don't even know where to begin. It's it's complicated. It's really complicated. And uh, but but then also get the source material for rotoscoping, and this is going to be. Uh, so, so this all started out as an idea. I said to to Vion Milky that this is most probably the way that is the most efficient for me, the most accurate, and what will yield the best results given the experience that I have and the time frame that we have. Wow. Okay, that was a mouthful, and that sounds very good. So how about how about this? Does it work? And Everything in Wolves of Zilla pretty much follows a path of evolution. So it, what starts out as an idea then turns into a basic test. That basic tests, that basic test eventually evolves into something more, uh, something more developed test, and then it keeps on going. And eventually we get a product, and we get the whole, um, we get the whole process tested and verified from beginning to end and a result at the same time we've done this in a number of different ways and it's worked every time and this is yet to be this is yet to be um explored fully explored fully and and tested but the indications are really really good but this is how it started so i read this camera i pointed it to me i said to vio play this specific sequence and i'm going to improvise so I did, and I got the video file. The video file was then converted to a GIF, and source material in place. The next step could be taken sometime further into the future, which I was going to do, but it was going to take 
two weeks until I did so in the shape of a stick figure. But then, of course, we get to the week after that, um, the week of between 28th of February and Sunday, the 6th of March. And as you might know, the conflict escalated even further during this time. So basically, that week was pretty much all-out crisis preparations. I have a bug-out bag prepared. As a matter of fact, it was a very tough week on the census. And it was pretty much... Um, it, it, looked, it looked grim at that point. I was on high alert. Uh, so, Monday... Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, <laughs> Thursday first, of course, Friday, uh, all creatively wiped out. It was just a very horrible week. Saturday, the 5th of March, I, um, I get to, uh, we get to do something different. So that one week had passed, okay, adapted to the situation, all. <laughs> And uh, we go down to Gothenburg to visit my brother, but also to celebrate my birthday together with all the family unit. Okay, very cool. And um, the whole visit was amazing, and uh, it was great to see. Um, it was great to see Gothenburg in a rather <laughs> chilly, but uh, a very sunny afternoon. And uh, yeah, the whole. Uh, the whole visit was great. Um, now, on the way out of town, there was the, then it felt like um, I was returning to reality once again. And um, I was looking at all the buildings going out of Go Gothenburg, and it was a rather sombering moment. And I was like, just like, damn it. What has everything come to? Is this the last time I'm going to go out of Gothenburg to see this town in in one piece because it felt uh, it felt like anything could happen at that point and uh, and so I um, I got into thoughts I had never really got before and now I'm here again talking about the war but bear with me so but but what happened in this process was that it it, it planted a seed I started to I started to wonder wonder about um what other uh, I, I my eyes on on the way out my 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 eyes fell on this one particular building it's called um Colander's hospital if i english fight it in swedish it is Kolanderska sjukhuset okay that's <laughs> gibberish to the most people out there okay but Colander's hospital and uh, i i saw this very very 19 um, early 1900s kind of um, architecture and especially this this one particular piece of of the um, of the roof and I was like it's it's so pretty and it would just be so sad if it just uh, went away who would uh, would anybody I started to wonder is is there anybody out there actually appreciating the um, the many beautiful buildings that we have in this country and i also started to wonder um what if there are a lot of beautiful buildings out there that i maybe should know about that i don't know about and um 
as I said, it, it planted this seed. And, um, and uh, I started to think about what kind of, um, how, um, what an opportunity we have with Wolves of Cecilia to kind of uh, celebrate old school, old, not old school, huh? but old time architecture. And to really, to really and, and in my case, working on backgrounds, um, take this opportunity to, to really uh, understand and, um, and um, catch the, 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 the beauty of these old structures, which has, which has been standing there for, standing in these particular places around the Sweden and other places of the world, of course, too, uh, for hundreds and hundreds of years. And they have just, um, they've been kept, um, they have been looked after and appreciated. And, uh, and it turned out that I was on a very interesting trail. And I had no idea what I was going to draw a few days later. But this is how you turn a, um, a, situ- a sad situation into a tough situation into something completely else. And um, as, I, as my notes here are saying, I saw, I saw an opportunity to eternalize and pay tribute to some of the most amazing buildings of all time in Sweden. That sounds like quite the statement, but I'm serious. I've been looking at some really old structures here on um, on, pic- on on photo, of course, because I haven't been able to go out, drive there, and see them for myself. Some of them, uh, some of them I have seen, I think, um, but they are not that many compared to the very many beautiful uh, beautiful structures that we have out there in this country. It's quite remarkable, actually. And I ended up on a particular site where they listed um, <laughs> some of the some of the ugliest, and they were indeed really awful, <laughs> and some of the most beautiful ones. And it was just absolutely incredible what what turned out to be hiding out there in um, what what turns out to be hiding out there in in our country. And I was like, what a what a gold mine! absolutely amazing i felt so inspired and it started to kind of um and it started to kind of uh put the pieces of the puzzle together for many things that have been missing for for wolves of cecilia because you know as i said this whole thing with drawing structures and um and drawing backgrounds it's um to begin with in in um i, I would like to say in a way that at least in the community, at least in the part of the community where we are and where I am, you find uh, there there's an um, there are hardly any background artists at all. I mean, I haven't I have yet to see somebody that is dedicated that is dedicating their soul basically to to just make equally amazing backgrounds as others are devoting their soul to making to to drawing and animating characters for example and there is um, just want to point out there is nothing wrong with specializing in either one or the other or anything else very important um 
but there's this uh, but th that's just what i happen to see i see a um, lot of characters and hardly any backgrounds and that's sad because um a, a, a cartoon world is um is such a big opportunity for artistic explorations and for um for for really i mean the, these characters that people draw they they belong in some kind of world which the creators most likely have in the back of their minds um and uh, and uh, i don't get to we in the community we don't get to see what kind of world they are living in and that's uh, that's just the way it is um as per always it's um it's one skill to draw a character to, to draw characters or um foreground really good and then backgrounds as i've noticed it's a completely different skill it's um it's um very uh it's it's um yeah it's just backgrounds of backgrounds you know and um but it, but in my case here i was like um let me see where i was going with all this um so yeah it is it is very uncommon and uh and uh, there there are, there are these worlds to explore let me see if I can get myself back into this in some kind of way that I got very philosophical and intricate and convoluted. Um, but, the, but the thing was that in, uh, in my case, I started to put the pieces of the puzzle together and I started to, uh, in, my, in, in my imagination, forming these, um, these cities, the streets, the signs that were hanging outside the shops, um, different institutions, and so on and so forth. And it didn't stop there. It even went further into... Um, I mean, during all this time, again, I'm mentioning the war. Oh, okay, bear with me, because here it comes. Um, during this whole time, uh, following the developments, I had a crash course in, um, in military strategy, in military organization and everything military and and lots of stuff just lots of military stuff i had i i'm not um i'm um i have no military background at all neither does anybody in my family um and uh, and so it's just this it's it's quite a foreign thing to me it, it, i hardly don't know anything about it or r rather i did not know that much about it compared to um, what I do now, which is substantially much more than what I did just four weeks ago. And believe me, I will put this to good use, not only for myself as, um, as a member of the public, but also in Wolves of to make it more to make it even more believable and to give some significant depth to the, to the army factions that we will find in it's going to be absolutely amazing to explore it all and I can guarantee you that the research is real and it's going to be really really interesting to explore all that really really excited um, so uh, that's the silver lining to all of this stuff that has been going on um, 
let me see if there was anything more there I wanted to mention. Um, so, so that was a significant development. And, and as I said, I could see uh, think that that whole thing with um, paying tribute to beautiful structures and and really make sure that we remember them. Um, that thing in combination with the whole uh, military organization thing and um, uh, everything military operations, I should say. Those two seeds together then started a chain reaction that um, has provided some pieces of the puzzle which I've been looking for for months. And then some ideas started to form. Uh, but before we get to Saturday, because that's when it finally happened, um, we have to mention some few things, some other things that happened on the 7th of March, 9th of March, and 11th of March. 7th of March, that's when Milky presented a piece of, uh, a piece of art, which was the reference sheet for Phylon. So that's when it was ready, but it would be published on the 13th of March, which was pretty much one week later. Um, on Wednesday, the 9th of March, there was a piece uh, in, uh, in, a, in just line art, which would then be posted in official Wolves of Cecilia art channel on our Discord server. And uh, that it, it's that one piece where Phylon, the gray, uh, the gray wolf, is leaning his uh, is leaning uh, to to is leaning on Tarius, the blue, big fluffy boy, and uh, and uh, Phylon is sleeping. It's a very very nice piece. You definitely should check it out if you haven't seen it already. And uh, Milky did an amazing job there with both foreground and background. And um, yes, it's also a part of our quest for the background style. And so that's what that was 9th of March. Then Thursday, 10th of March. Don't remember exactly what was going on there, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I remember. Yeah, that was when my evening session began. And uh, and so into the 11th of March. I happen to draw I happen to draw two things. Okay, so I start out by drawing Phylon's face. And um, it was that face that you see on uh, on Phylon's reference sheet that would be posted. Let me see. How it, what is the timeline like now again? Okay. So Phylon's reference sheet was the updated one, latest one, was posted on the 13th of March. Now, I had access to it ever since Monday. And on Friday, I said to myself, I really like this one post. Uh, it's, this, uh, it's this one where you have filing to the... It's that one post with filing to the most, to the left on that reference sheet, and he is looking right into the camera, so to speak. And I said, I said to Milky, you know, his gaze is absolutely amazing. 
and uh, I felt I, I got the itch, and I said to myself, I'm gonna draw it. Uh, line art only, because the bigger mission was something else. I had this idea that I was going to try to give Xenon a good sketch, and I was going to draw him from the front. I was going to draw him looking into the camera. But as I said, I started out with Phylon and got the sketch down. And uh, if I judge my own work, which sometimes is really hard, um, I can say that it. I I got it together. It was a little bit of um, it, it was a little bit of work as usual. I didn't get it one hundred percent, which is okay given the given the fact that it was more of an of a combination of speed and accuracy rather than full-on accuracy. So I'm okay with that. Um, but it's still it it's still it's still it's still really good. And Milky liked it too, which is probably the most important thing here. Um, and then I could move on to draw Xenon from um, <laughs> rather it, it I just wanted to draw Xenon's face from the front and here comes the interesting thing so the only piece of reference material that I have is this one piece where that that milky drew a f was it one or two weeks prior two weeks prior and uh, that that one birthday gift which you can find also on the Wolves of Cecilia discord server and so from that reference material, which is just him, from the side, and this three-quarter angle on the face, I asked myself, can I maybe draw him f just... If, if Xenon is looking right into the camera, can I, can I do that? Can I, do I have enough information and skill to be able to do that myself? And um, so I start to sketch out his face. And uh, one thing leads to another. All of a sudden, the head is there. Then comes the neck. Then I say, I'm going to go for the shirt. And then I say, I'm going to go for the bow, bow tie as well. Left arm, right arm. And um, I, I um, because of time constraints, because I, it was once again turning into a very... Um, Late Thursday or early Friday, don't tell mom. And <laughs> and I'm saying the half half jokingly, by the way. Um, I had to put um, I had to restrict myself to the upper body. So everything from pretty much the um, bottom of the rib cage up is what you see of Xenon in this particular sketch, or drawing, or whatever you want to call it. And you know, guys, I've been very very tempted i can i i'm gonna put it i'm gonna put it like this i can resist anything but temptation <laughs> and and so i've been really really tempted to to publish this because i'm really really happy with how he, he looks but i said to myself also that there is still potential left on the table and i i feel like he deserves to be lined with vector lines in Clip Studio Paint, properly colored, and then brought to you guys, and, and shaded even, and then brought to, um, brought online, if I would do it. But, you know, we are getting to that point. I said this uh, when I started out late in, uh, in the late summer of 2021, last year, that um, when I reach the point where my characters are indistinguishable from Milky's, that's 
the point where I will start publishing them. And uh, to the best of my abilities, because sometimes it's concept material, and sometimes the 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 line between concept art and things that I can post is just absolutely razor thin, and it's just like this in a week or two would be uh, classified as concept art, and sometimes you're just gonna really l- let it uh, let it just sit there in the in the in the art collection and just just wait, and then take a decision whether to publish it or not. Uh, so so that happens all the time. But in this case, um, we will see where it goes. But I'm really, really happy with um, what I got together here. And I mean, um, and you guys, I mean, you fans, you deserve content. I know that you deserve, uh, I know that you want content official or um, either from Milky or me. I know that you want Wolves of Cecilia content. And um, as I said, I will give it to you. That day is coming, and it seems what I have going on here is definitely a good indication of that. We are not that far away, finally, and it's it's um yeah. And this, uh, these moments, um, need to become a little bit that that would be the kind of deciding factor here. Um, it, this ha- this what just happened here needs to happen a little bit more often, and when that happens. We are getting seriously close to seeing these, uh, seeing this material on the server. Okay, so that was Xenon and um, and Phylon's face Friday, eleventh of March, and um, it was just um, yes, really appreciated. Everybody in the team loved it, and um, but that was just the beginning of what would be. A pretty insane weekend because now the things were about to hit VTech. And for the ones of you that don't know what VTech is, it's what happens when you rev a um, Honda engine, a Honda VTech engine, really hard. And um, witchcraft happens and it goes and you and it feels like you're just giving you're just getting power from absolutely nowhere the the engine just completely changes character and you go faster pretty much but it's much more um but it's much more adrenaline intense that my intensive than my voice should suggest you if i was going to give you a proper understanding of what it's like um you would probably need to hang on to your to your chair pretty good <laughs> Okay, yes. Um uh, it's it's exciting. Cars are fun, especially especially the VTech effect. It cra- is crazy. Okay, Saturday 12th of March. The big surprise happens. And what is this big surprise? As I ta- as I said earlier, I had this I took my uh, how how do I say this? You remember everything I talked about, um, all the things I talked about, structures and uh, military and stuff. I was putting that into into action. So we started out with ideas. I had um, I had aimed for one particular building in particular, and I said that this one is just like it's. It looks like something that really belongs in Wolves of Cecilia or maybe can be adapted or something of that effect. And I was like, I'm going to give it a try. We'll see what Milky says. And um, 
And so it was a very different thing because it was a lot of straight lines. It was a lot of unusually... It was, I mean, it was, it was still art. It was still the same uh, software, the same tools, but the things that I did was just completely different. I was just feeling very different, but very good. And eventually, I got this together. I got this one building together, and again, can't get into the details. Um, and then some more details on top of that, then a little bit of vegetation, just, just trying out a few things. And all of a sudden, we have also... I also have a Sicilian in the middle of all this. And I'm just like, yeah, that that just makes sense. Uh, and it's a, it's a fun little detail. Uh, little did I know that he was... That this character uh, was going to be one of my other Sicilian uh, fan characters. But uh, we will get to that a little bit later. But there and then, I was like, ah, oh, we, we need a certain someone up here. And uh, I was like, yeah, that is that just makes sense. And I started to build a little bit of a situation of what was going on there. You know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of this. As I said, um, uh, I, I, I'm a big proponent of uh, capturing a specific moment. And it comes very much from my, uh, my background where pretty much everything started with... Um, uh, still photo camera, if I'm using my Swinglish the, the right kind of way. So with a regular um, regular camera, catch the heat of the moment. And that philosophy has been true ever, sin, ever since 2003 to 2004, or something like that, when I started to get into photography. And it has been um, um, a big... Um, how should I say this? Um, secret source to my creations ever since, and has been uh, really appreciated in many different kind of ways. So started out with a with a regular still frame, still uh, still picture camera, then video camera, then um, basic basic drawing, then videos, and now has been uh, everything has just evolved end of old and here I am drawing these uh drawing these environments with these things going on and I'm just like I'm picturing some something happening in this um or capturing a certain situation and a certain moment and I'm I'm really happy with what I got together here so this is um so so this is um this was a very big moment because up until this point I really didn't know what kind of what kind of building styles I was going to to get to draw if I put it that way. I had my eyes on some specific pieces of architecture, but I cannot I cannot really say that this is exactly this is most probably what we are going to go with. This is most likely what is going to fit. And I didn't have these building blocks, but here but but that one week it really started, and this one pe this one piece of uh, concept art I would like to say that it's more concept art than practice, although it was more practice when I did it. Um, this piece of concept art I would call it. It's it's a big um, it's a big step in that direction to find out to figure out what things are going to look like, and I, I can say this. Um, it's um, it's 
pleasing to the eye, to say the least. It's it's cool. And uh, so that came together, and I tied in a, not just not just this building. There was this vegetation. There was this Cecile, and there's even a there's even a bird there. And I haven't drawn a bird in quite a while. Um, and uh, and and sky and clouds and uh, some other things which are of significance. Um, and a little bit of military stuff in there as well, just just to just to just because it felt like um, appropriate in this in this one um, in this one piece. It really belongs there. And that was the twelfth of March. That was a that was a big surprise and a big deal. Very happy with that. I uh, I go to bed, and then. As if it wasn't crazy enough, things were about to get even wilder on Sunday, the 13th of March. So, where do I begin? There are a number of, there are a number of notes here. Okay, I think I'll begin here. So there was this, there was this guy on, on, the, on, the, on the piece of art that I just mentioned, this piece of concept art with, um, with this, uh, with this uh, building. And uh, there's there's this character there, <laughs> and 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 uh, <laughs> and Milky, uh, in in the in um, backstage, see she she says, protect this man, and and makes a screen cap of this uh, of this guy zoomed in to the point where he he is nearly pixelated, and uh, and. Uh, I post this uh, cat emoji, smiling cat emoji, thumb up, and I'm saying, we're all proud of Lars. And parentheses, I just gave him, I, I just gave him a name right here on the spot, lol. And then, and then uh, Milky continued with, it fits. And I'm just like, you're right. It does fit. I think we have a new character, at least fan character. And, um, and uh, also, uh, Milky said that such a beautiful, such a beautiful guy. I'm so proud of him. And then, of course, I said, that's that's why I replied. We're all proud of Lars. So just uh, just because Lars is kind of is pretty much the most Swedish name that you could possibly <laughs> imagine. But but uh, it it also happened to fit, which I find absolutely uh, hilarious and very very cute. Okay. So that was how the day began, and it was about to get better. So, number of things here. Okay. So, oh gosh, yeah. So where do, where did I start out? Yes. Uh, in the afternoon, I said to I said to Vio that when I tried to do some uh, some renderings let me see if i if i'm not getting ahead of myself i don't remember did we have i missed something no uh but there was this one moment i might have you know you guys it's been is this this past month has been rough okay um but we did Yes, yes. Okay, it makes sense. I have the timestamp. Yes, we had our first run with Particle Illusion, which is our v, uh, visual effects software on a piece of 
footage that is part of episode one. We also added sound effects. So as we, um, so me and Vio, we were designing sound effects and timing it up, and we put um, it was uh, it was that alone was a significant operation and a significant um, and a significant moment for for us as um, as creators in uh, and and assistants in in the project because we really showed that not only um, do we have the visions of where we can go and and we have the we have the software and all that but we also managed to get the result and it sounds so good and um we designed our own sound effects from scratch with a combination of um, unique uh, synth presets. So we started out from just a, a synthesizer that sounded like bam, 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 all the way to what we have here. And we did it on both ends. So I designed uh, one or two things myself. Vio did the same. And then we combined that into this one particular moment. Vio did an amazing job syncing it all up and uh, and chopping up the all the all the different samples that we used and and his absolute um, you should just see that guy at work it's amazing you wouldn't you wouldn't believe that he is just um, uh, that he uh, he hasn't been into this for longer than he actually has and it's just he's doing such an amazing amazing job already it's it's crazy and and today. Um, today with the whole voice acting operation uh, with me with me Vilk, uh, with me milky and him it was just like once again absolutely right man at the right place doing the right things five stars all over the all over the board super proud of the man equally as proud over him as everybody else of course because this is a team effort and I really want to emphasize that, but when it comes to the specific duties that he has, it's just absolutely delivering on it. Really, really impressive. Okay, so um, so so we got that stuff together in audio to begin with. Then we also had... Uh, I was behind the controls. Now I have the software on my end, Particle Illusion. And uh, with that software, what is it doing? It is allowing me to... Um, to let the software generate particles, be it smoke, um, it could be va- it could be vapors, sp- uh, sparks, snowflakes. It could be fantasy-like particles and fantasy-like effects, glitter, um, pixie dust, lots of things, and uh, and it's it's rather simple to use. But the and and we eventually got to sync these audio events with the footage and with the visual effects, and to see it all happen, to see this kind of baseline creation that we have play in front of us <laughs> and listen to it, and 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 just experience this moment, so it was it was great, and we all in that moment we knew that we were. We, we we knew we were on the right path, but then this this just further showed that um, the evolution is real, and we're making some great progress. Super, we're all super proud of this. It's gonna be amazing to show it off once it's all done. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. Okay, so 
Um, so that was the test with particle illusion. Now, the problem here was that when I tried to export this, when I was telling um, Vegas Vegas 17, which is the software that I use, sorry, not sorry, Adobe, I'm going Vegas, yes. And I have no problem to recommend Vegas, even though I don't get anything for doing so right here and right now. How about that? Yes. And um, I think that tells you a little bit about um, uh, how much or how little I like the subscription uh, model that um, Adobe is forcing upon the customers, which I have an, an issue or two with. But that's another story now. Um, so, so in Vegas, I, I noticed one thing. When exporting this, when, when telling Vegas to make a video out of the videos and, and the VFX, the visual effects, things started to... Uh, I noticed that it took a lot of time and I was like, oh gosh, this is not good. If, if, um, if these are the rendering times that we are going to get used to, you know, we will, uh, we will have, uh, we will need to really, really plan for this. And I was like, there's got to be a way out. This is, I don't know. So I started to think about this and um, I, I was thinking maybe that, um, that I was going to upgrade to Vegas 19. And, uh, but that was something I would start to think about next day. And, uh, or rather, uh, in Sunday afternoon, evening, because we're now in the early morning hours of Sunday. But I was not going to go to bed just yet. I felt like, okay, I've drawn the building and the other stuff. I, we have done sound effects and visual effects. But I haven't drawn a, a character. I really wanted to just complete the package. I was like, really want to do that. And um, and so there's this. You might remember. It, it was a while ago now. But if you go to the official Wolf of Cecilia server. And you go to... Just hang on. Just going to switch. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. <laughs> um... Hands got a little bit wet, uh, really squeezing this uh, microphone real good. So, if you go to the Wolves of Cecilia Discord server and you scroll up in official Wolves of Cecilia content, then you will find uh, a female, fox-looking kind of uh, kind of person. And uh, I'm trying very hard to, to not say the name of her because I have it on my screen, but you guys don't know just yet. And, um, and for some reason, I was like, uh, <laughs> um, she has this, uh, she has this um, particular face. She, 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 she looks a little bit, um, uh, she doesn't look too friendly. And I, one part of me was like, but does she need to? really but, but what if he but what if she is actually has a has a more beautiful side to her and i was like can i can i can i kind of can i maybe draw that and um and then uh, the same kind of deal as with uh, with xenon there's this quarter three quarter angle of this um fox um fox wolves um kitsunas 
uh, as it's called, Kitsuna's, uh, Kitsuna's face, there's this three-quarter angle. It's not from perfectly from the side. It's not perfectly from the front. It's, it's this in-between angle. And I was like, okay, I, I managed to do it with Xenon. Now, can I do this again? But with this character? And uh, I started to sketch out the basics. And I kept going and going. And then there was a snout. And then the cheek fluff. Then the hair. Left ear. Right ear. The details. And uh, two-tone sketching to give um, to distinguish the hair from the rest of the from the rest of the head she she has this uh, hair shape of sorts and then uh, left shoulder pad right shoulder pad and uh, and an arm and a knife and um a much, uh, a much more friendly kind of, and uh, not so. Uh, I, there's this. Um, <laughs> I have a few Swedish words on my on the top of my mind, but I can't, I can't use them because you, you wouldn't just understand me. <laughs> um, but but she just looks um, much more, um, much more uh, uh, sympathetic. That's the word. Much more sympathetic in the sketch that I did. Still quite dangerous because she's she's armed with a big freaking knife and um, uh, eventually I, I could just um, I could just conclude that I had done it again it looked really pretty and this time also as if it wasn't enough to just to just draw her like this um, uh, I managed to also be decisive with the lines which is a very very important thing because there are there are a number of ways to draw these to draw characters and to draw things in general. I mean, you can be scratchy about it. You can go like, um, I see that my camera. This is also a recorded. This is also a recorded podcast, mind you. So it looks like I actually gotta uh, turn up the temporary a lot here, or else I just might run out of battery. I'm looking around if there is any power bank available. If it starts blinking red over there. Um, maybe I will need to do a little bit of a speciale. I will do it like this, actually, because I don't want to ruin this recording. And gotta do a speciale, as I said, which means that I go to the camera and we, whoa, we do it like this. Okay, if I take the right end of this, of this one, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, bear with me. I'm going to try to just sort this out. And uh, how about there? And uh, like so. And I think we should be okay. And for for the moment at least, I, I had this idea that maybe if I start one of my laptops that I will be providing enough power. Uh, okay. I'm really sorry about this, but I don't want to just shred this recording because that would be sad. Now, if this cable... Hang on, give me a few seconds. If I just could come up with anything good to say in the meantime, there was just... Oh, this is really sad. But this is what it's like. This is... And this one should go down here. Come on, go. Oh my goodness. Come on, baby. Oh, yay. Yeah, 
There we go. Uh, problem solved. We have a power bank plugged into the camera. My camera is good, but it's 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 power hungry. Okay, really, really sorry about that, but that is the difference between a scrapped recording and a recording that keeps going. And I'm staying true to my uh, to my principle of doing everything in one take because it's just good experience for everything live streaming and so on. Oh yeah, speaking of live streaming, just um, during these weeks when uh, the situation has been as it is. Um, you know, I, I I have this principle that if I I don't bring my troubles online, excuse me, I I go by the principle of if if I'm not on a good mood, I'm not sharing it with anybody, and so I'm staying out of trouble and I'm making my surroundings a little bit better. That's my kind of way of handling it. So. So in, so because of that, you uh, you haven't seen me live streaming, but I believe that I will be able to, as I've adapted, as things has evolved, as and so on and so forth. I believe that it's uh, going that we will see live streaming returning again to the Wolves of Cecilia server. Okay, so this uh, Kitsune Fox Lady is looking a whole lot more sympathetic in my sketch. And um, and uh, and yes, Milky liked it liked it a real lot as well as as well as the rest of the team. And uh, yes, that completed the late Saturday Sunday bash of of um, of that time. Now, when I woke up to continue uh, there was this. Um, there was this. Uh, I I had been sleeping on the whole thing with the with the rendering times, and I was like, there there gotta be a way to to shorten the rendering times, and I and I had to look at um, and I had to look at uh, a few tutorials online to see if there was any way to kind of if I maybe had if I maybe had a, a setting turned to the kind of wrong thing you know just uh if i needed to tweak a setting here and there and maybe that would solve the problem but i uh uh but everything i can i could kind of uh come up with was pointing to the direction that it just might be the software itself and it or it might just even worse be the computer but but i don't believe that it was a problem with the computer because when when uh when Vegas 17 and I say and I say 17 for a big reason because I was going to upgrade but before I get there I'm just gonna explain what happened so um, uh, uh, when when you render a video you're ma- you're, you're telling the computer to turn video into video so to speak for the ones of you that aren't familiar with the process and so what the what the software does it's it's combining uh, audio information uh, video information packing it into one file and then turning it into a playable a playable file okay makes sense and um, and so that that process is very intensive on the on the on the CPU it takes a lot of power and uh, that is nothing that is nothing new for me I know that video editing and these um, these graphical this this 
graphical. <laughs> these these uh, graphics tasks are very um, they they still they they put some serious demands on on the software and the computer and all the hardware in order to really in order to really operate the best. So so I was really curious just how hard was was the computer actually working when it took so long. So I brought up the task manager in in Windows 10 and I have a look and I'm very very surprised to see that the the CPU is just running at some 10-15%. And this and my machine, the best one in the house, that's an 8 core 2019 Ryzen build, a Ryzen 7. 8 cores, 3.9 gigahertz plenty of room left it's just like it, there's 90 985 percent of the cpu which is just not used and i'm like why this is just this just make, doesn't make any freaking sense come on w- w- what i i couldn't just get it into my mind what the heck was actually going on and i and i said to myself okay one good thing is that my problem does not seem to be the computer the problem seems to be Vegas that, for some reason, doesn't want to play ball, don't want to go fast. And, um, and I was like, ah, what does this mean? What does this mean? Uh, think, think, think. And then there is this. There, I hate newsletters, by the way. There's a little bit of an offshoot, but it will make sense in a second. Uh, and and um, I, I'm... Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm reflecting over this lo- newsletter and go like, okay, so there was this drive they had they had this deal vegas 19 and then some then some uh, more visual effects units and i'm looking at it and i'm thinking and uh, like okay but what's the difference between vegas 17 and 19 is it worth upgrading how much money is it i'm just like okay 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 i will have a look at it and uh, i will look into it and see what this is all about and it doesn't take too long until I realize that this just might be the answer to all my problems. And if not, then the user interface is updated and looks a whole lot more modern. Uh, because up to Vegas Vegas 18, it kind of looked outdated. And in Vegas 19, they had really done their homework and it looks a whole lot better. And not only that, then was this inclusion of these uh, three... Boris FX, uh, they uh, Boris FX, by the way, and Vegas seem to have a very good um, partnership because they are doing bundles all the time. Again, not sponsored to say this, uh, but that that's what they do. Sometimes it's a little bit less. Um, in in many times for me, it has been more like so uh, um, so kind of deals and not really appealing to me. But in this case, it was this. Um, it was this. There were these special. Um, these very useful units and they were all severely discounted and and i had to pay for the upgrade for vegas 19 plus these three units that was some 600 bucks worth of software for the price of 150 and was like i just gonna do it and it was the second to last day of the offer and i was like okay i'm doing this let's see if it helps later that day we are or when was it i'm just I'm just going to zoom out. If it is in my notes, I believe it's not. But we we did do, if I'm not completely mistaken, we did do a follow-up session late that Sunday. 
I'm pretty sure we did. And uh, then we ran, I ran Particle Illusion once again in Vegas 19 and uh, the and rendered it out and the whole process even from 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 editing to to user interface to rendering times if i didn't repeat myself i'm pretty hungry and now the sun is even <laughs> rising out there this the sky is all beautifully um uh blue red as the sun is going up, it's it's a really pretty sunrise. Uh, oh god, what am I even doing? <laughs> I'm up so I'm, I'm doing just these crazy things, but it's worth it. And um, and so it was definitely, it was definitely the right thing to do. And uh, considering that we will spend a lot of time figuring out these visual effects, and um, and really just trying to figure out what to use when and where and figuring out everything with composition when we are going to add background layers and things like that um speaking of which we also i when i say we uh i mean that uh vio was with me during this time as well and uh, we had a continuous discussion about the effects um he couldn't be there as much as uh as the day before but he was definitely he was there on a few occasions and checking in, and um, eventually I got these two exports done. There's this one particular, in one particular case I tested one effect, and in another case I was testing another effect, and um, and the results were amazing. It was just it was just as if as if the source material, as if Milky's animations weren't good as they were. With these effects on, it just absolutely sparkled. It was amazing. And that was just me applying the effect to to just um, to just the main channel. I didn't apply it to a specific layer, and I just um, there was there, there was a lot of potential left, and it still looked absolutely dope. So, it was it was the conclusion of a very of a very unusually successful weekend but the next week was not going to disappoint either and little did i know what i was going to draw on monday the day after uh so but yes then also on the wolves of cecilia server there was even more things to happen um the there would be Two new reference sheets to be uploaded, one of Tarias and one of Phylon. And we also got to know that Phylon had a last name, which is Falori, very interestingly. And we also got to know that he is a Luma Kingdom wolf, while Tarias on his hand... Uh, yeah, that is secret. We can't tell you just yet. Uh... And uh, and Tarius, yes, a lost child. Hmm. What could that possibly be? Well, you will find out. Uh, but yeah, but the Sunday was not over just yet because I had one thing to do. I had one thing to do before I was going to put the pen down and the, the equipment down for the day. Because it was a while ago I, I had been animating something. First, there was this bouncing ball. Then there was a blocky um, geometric 
thing that was supposed to look like Phylon's face. But I had, I have been ever since, ever since that moment, I uh, back in was it November, October, I think, when these two very very crude, very early drafts were, um, ex- these tests were made. I, I had wanted to, to, to draw stick figures. That, that's the kind of fundamental, very, that, that's the absolute very beginning of animation. If you, if you start animating, stick figures is most often where you begin for, for, um, for animals and for, for human bipedal beings. And uh, I said to myself that, yes, um, I think I know clip studio paint good enough to actually be able to do this and um, and here comes that gif that i was talking about uh two weeks prior that 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 gif and the video material that we got together uh two weeks prior because now that material was loaded into vegas 19 and i could i could go through the frames Go through the, go through the all the motions, and uh, start to get an idea of how to arrange the frames for my animation. It was uh, I, I I learned a ton. It was really really interesting. Now what you can do with Clip Studio Paint is that you can import a video file and then use that video file as um, as a background, which will move, and then you will be able to rotoscope and. Um, Rotoscope allows you to draw your thing that you're drawing on top of a piece of video. Super handy. And um, the whole principle of this dates back to the early 1900s. And uh, so, so this is not something new, but it's, but it's something that started out in the analog world. And now you can do it since a long time back. You can do it in the digital world, and since I just had the GIF and not the video file, I could I could not import the GIF into Clip Studio Paint and use that. So I had to load the GIF into Vegas 19, which I had on one screen, and then uh, and then Clip Studio Paint on my tablet, and um, and so I rolled with it. And I said to myself, well, okay, in this case, I will have an opportunity to eyeball it and see how how far I can get, and. Um, a few confusing and disorientating hours later, I had a stickman that started to move. We're not talking something. We're not talking about something very pretty. We're not talking about something that looks completed, but it is a stickman that is moving and is doing something. And um, that's. It was really. Um, it was really great to see that to to realize. And feel that all those things that I have been, I had been painstakingly taking my time to understand, learn, and, and grasp during all these months. They were just like, even though it was such a such a long time, I actually used the animation function of animation features of Clip Studio Paint. I could I could jump in there and and just uh, pretty much pick it up as if it was a few months ago, um, months ago, uh, maybe even weeks. Because it, it felt like I had been I had been there before, but um, not that long ago. So it was, yeah, it was great. So that was quite the streak. So it started out 
with uh, with sketches of Phylon and Xenon. Then it went on to do, then I went on to draw uh, a building. Then a, then uh, do some visual effects work and get that work. Um, sound effects, draw a character, uh, upgrade the software, and animate even. And that was just in the range of four days. Pretty crazy. Was a great weekend in that regard. Now we come to last week and the Monday of March 14th. And um, fresh off the heels of the of the very successful weekend, I was like, well, <laughs> um, just because I can, maybe means that I should, but I'm not sure. We will see what the head, what my senses are capable of after such um after such a streak. And uh, so I started out with a stick figure. And that stick figure looked really rough, but then I then I um, then I uh, then I a few uh, one thing led to another. I, I put it that way. One thing led to another, and suddenly this the stick figure. Um, I got this idea to just uh, put some solids over him, just making a blocky boxy uh, kind of uh, creation. And all of a sudden. Um, I get this idea that maybe I'm gonna draw Lars again. And uh, maybe he didn't look 100% like... Uh, he, he didn't end up to look 100% as in the, um, in the case there with the, with the building that I managed to draw. We, in which... In, in the piece which we... Which... <laughs> my, my focus is really starting to fall apart here. Uh, but I love it. Um, I'm having a great time recording this episode, by the way, after a rather hectic seven hours of uh, voice acting. Yes, we will get to that too. I know you. I know you want to hear the story. <laughs> you you will get it. And um, and uh, so uh, since since Lars here was so small on this on this piece of paper, yes, this one was also this one was on paper. Um, I I couldn't really. Oh. Right. Yes, <laughs> I have um, my 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 lights in the room are set to um, are set to turn off at sunrise, and there the sun has been risen, risen, whatever, and it's six o'clock. Yes, welcome to Sweden. Okay. I, th- I kind of like this, though. This is pretty cool. And uh, I will do like this, though. Instead of, uh, instead of um, bringing up the, the app and, uh, and turning on the lights, I will do like this instead. It will be a little bit... Change of things. That looks, that looks pretty cool. And um, so, so for the ones that are listening and uh, not watching... Uh, all of a sudden, we have a little bit of a backlight situation where we have this blue light behind me, and uh, the white light from uh, from uh, my Surface Four being on the wall, and it's a uh, it's an interesting combination of colors here in the room. All of a sudden, okay. By the end of this episode, I believe it's going to be pretty bright in here. 
so as the time will go on, you will see more and more details. It's pretty hilarious how it all happened. Okay, so uh, so so I'm drawing Lars there, and I don't get to get his face to look as as it did on on that piece uh, with the building that I talked about um, from from the weekend. But I was still I was still like yeah, it's um, it, it's still supposed to be him. So I'm okay with that, and all of a sudden, his body is in place, he's got some kind of a vest on him, and I'm like, yeah, that is, uh, that is red. There, there we have him. And, um, and then things uh, really went ballistic. It got really interesting. So first off, I make him sit on uh, a piece of um, building material, if I put it that way, and um, and he has this. It, it's not this. Um, it's just not any pose he has as well. It's if I can recreate it. Oh, you can hardly see that on camera, of course, because everything is dark. But um, he has this rather organic pose. He's leaned to to one to um, blocky kind of thing. Can't get specific, of course. Um, but he is leaning against it with with one arm the other one he has down on his on his thigh one uh one leg back to the, towards the back and one leg towards the front so there is a lot of tricky anatomy going on here his whole and then his whole body is in this three quarter angle and same as his face it's it's not looking perfectly into the camera it's almost doing that it's just this tiny tiny uh, ever so slight um turn of his face so it's this um is this very uh, I'm, I'm really happy with how that post turned out but that was just the beginning of what was going to happen next because then um things really go full vtech and i'm giving it all the beans and then I don't know exactly how I'm going to talk about what I have on, on this drawing, but we have a building, we have objects, we have a mountain range, we have a structure, we have another building, I should say, then we have a lake, and then we have something else which is really cool that I can't talk about, but it's it's um, but it, but it's there, and all, of, all and then and then this whole thing, um, it it consists of. Um, a number of things happening at once here, and so, and one of those things that um, that really got that one of the best things about this piece is not just only the things that I got in there because it's it's the, the aesthetic is absolutely glorious, but but then it's 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 the it's the way that I create the depth in this thing and I was a little bit slow to realize just how good it was until until Vio pointed out that hey dude you, you really got the depth good um the, the sense of depth really good in this one and I was like yo dude you're you're absolutely right and and then I reflected over all the ungodly amounts of cubes and and prisms I had been drawing over the last uh what is it ever since the summer of last year Late summer last year, and um, and it's just like it, it's it's absolutely crazy how um, how those repeated exercises eventually builds something uh, a skill set so versatile that I can put all of this together in in just uh, in in about two hours. It's absolutely insane. 
and um and uh it's one of the most complicated um most com most complicated things I've ever drawn on a piece of paper. And I'm really, really proud of this one. It is it is cool. It is really cool. I'm 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 thinking if there is anything that could top it. There's just there's there's this one piece where um my friend Volkai um I I drew him uh I drew him his character uh as um combination of an Azerhal reborn spirit wolf species with my twist to it. And that um and and that character, that wolf, I also put in a very typical um French kind of uh, valley and uh, for a, for a number of reasons and i was very happy with with the how it uh, how it turned out because i really that was it was it's one of the most beautiful most successful wolf drawings i've ever made i'm really really happy with how it turned out and uh, i do consider posting it i'm not exactly sure how to go on about it and when to do it but one day you will definitely see that one it's definitely worth looking at it's i'm really proud of it but but this one, what I have in front of me here, is it feels like it's it's the same game, but like on a it is like two point five magnitudes more. It's pretty crazy. So I got a whole lot of stuff right here, and it was just like, yo, this is exactly what we need in the right time, because it shows that we are ready for serious background work. And um, we are much, much closer all of a sudden to figure out um, the the overall aesthetic of the backgrounds, the cities, and the environments that will that Wolves of Cecilia would take place in. It's it sounds huge, and it actually is. It's really cool. Of course, after such a um, after such a discharge comes. Um, uh, comes some rest and i'm not 100 sure exactly how i went on about this i'm just gonna check it check the yes it is it does the timestamp says 16th of march i don't remember exactly how this happened um yes yes okay so this is what i did i rested up good on tuesday the 15th of march and and uh, on the evening of tuesday the 15th of march i started to line and color what what would eventually turn into the biggest coloring job I've ever made so far. And so in the past, it started with, let me see, if, so that I don't say too much what I did. Okay, so there was this test I did once of the... Um, okay, so it started out with coloring, uh, coloring phylum. So for, what I did first was that I I drew Fallon's face, the bluish gray wolf, you know that guy, yeah, and um, and then I lined him up, then colored him, and there was just a face, and that was absolutely brutal. I had not done anything like that before. It was it was way out of my league at the time, and it drove me nearly insane it was it was just so hard <laughs> but 
uh, but I got the I got the basics down. It was not a complete disaster, but it it still um, it it didn't really look as if Milky did it. If I put it that way, it, there was um room for improvement. <laughs> but but considering uh, what I actually managed to achieve at that time, it was quite it was significant. Next time out was uh, a drawing of the innkeeper that you will see in. Uh, that you can see on the on the previews out there on um, on uh, on YouTube, and um, so I was just recreating her face, and then it turned out then it turned into something much more complicated, and that was the most successful coloring job I had done up until that point. Then it evolved further with um, with a coloring job on. Um, on Tarius in in a specific kind of case that I can talk about <laughs> but but coloring Tarius is a rather simple thing he is a, a very simple character in his in his design he's almost pretty much he's just he doesn't he hardly has a marking he's just right he's all out blue but in this case the character that I'm looking at, the character even that I will voice act, the lines of which I recorded today, yes, we are gonna get to it, it is a litis, and um, that that character, Milky designed him, we collectively designed him earlier this year, in January, let me see what does the timestamp say. 13th of January, that was when the initial sketch was made. Then over a number of times I battled and fought the, the vector tool, which I also used for all the previous uh, work that I just talked about. And um, and then uh, which and ev- each and every time it has been going easier, and I've been able to do more and more with that vector tool but but this one with this character that i'm talking about the, the the character that i will play it's just like uh everything i had done in the past combined into one it was uh it it's is that it's it's i may i may be may i may be exaggerating a little bit but it, he is just um the character that i have here he's just so much more complex and um not, not maybe in the in the in the sense that he has a lot of colors because he's kind of how many colors are that, um, a good dozen, and um, and uh, I'm like, um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a step up for sure, and and then this is a full body, even, so this is a piece of concept material. Again, we can I can't show it at the moment. We might, we might, publish him. Sometime in the future, but um, don't at me, bro, as I used to say. Um, it, that is, I'm not promising anything, and, uh, the, and just uh, saying that the, there there is a chance, but uh, Milky is the one calling the shots here. So, but anyway, uh, so, so, with Phylon's face, there was this face-only kind of challenge then with the innkeeper it was face and upper body but it wasn't further than to the rib cage at, at the very most uh, 
Then there was this one with Tarius, which was which was full body, but since Tarius is all blue, it's not that hard to to counter Tarius. It's basically you just do a couple of commands, boom, you you got, you got him countered. In this case, it's full body and quite some details. It's not the most complicated character we have, but this is um, this is a proper um, a proper driving license kind of exercise, if I put it that way. This is can you, if you can do this, then you can do a lot of other things. And I had in a number of sessions tried to to get the line art correct and and looking right with the with the skills that I had. And um, over some four or five sessions, I had come back to him and just tried my best to finish it. And it just refused because I just, I just didn't have the skill. I just didn't know what to look for. I didn't have the methods. I didn't understand the commands. And the vector tool in Clip Studio Paint is this quite interesting thing that um, you need some really... You really need... In my case, I'm talking about, of course, as always, my experience. But um, it, what what I have found for me is that I, I need the shortcuts underneath the fingertips at all times in order to be really efficient. Otherwise, it's just gonna it's, it's taking forever. I can't imagine uh, executing the commands with point and click. It's gonna take. It would probably take forever. And um, and in this case, it's just like, um, yes, I. Um, I, I had come to the point where I could finally see that okay, this line goes there. This is what I this is the command I need here. This I need there, and so on and so forth. And all of a sudden, uh, and and I really I was down to the atoms to to really find out what was wrong and to 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 solidify the design because there was a few inconsistencies that had seeped in during the time we um, designed this character, and. Um, and uh, I corrected them and made sure that everything made sense and looked right, and then uh, and then went on to color this guy and make sure that everything was working from a technical perspective. Then the whole artistic artistic perspective, right colors at the right place, um, and and the uh, the the engineering that goes into getting this to work and this this is just uh, and and just for for the reference just to just to give you an idea uh this is just one pose this is just one iteration of this character which we will have on the screen for a good um for a while in <laughs> in episode 1 and the frames that we will make and the time that we will need to make these frames just multiplies and it's pretty it's it's rather um interesting to think about <laughs> but but that's the but here's the thing um i believe that uh, i i strongly believe in in our ability to do what we have done so far with every aspect of the production to solve seemingly impossible problems by just being um, by just being persistent and and creative, and this is another case of exactly that. So several small fixes later, uh, quite some coloring later. It was a little bit. It, it, I mean, 
it was not easy to do this. But I can definitely see that. Give me a good um, a good dozen, dozen, dozen of these frames. And uh, uh, frames, um, good, good dozen of this uh, character to 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 color, and I think it's actually gonna go pretty quick. Then, uh, even in Clip Studio Paint, you can automate some things, which is opening a whole new other kind of worms, and uh, that is something very interesting that I, sometime in the future, really want to investigate. Okay, so that wrapped up the late. Wednesday session and on Wednesdays that means uh, you you be up late you wake up a little bit late and you rest up you go to you go to your um, what is it uh, I go to the clinic and the lab and I clean them up and I go home again and rest up and that's exactly what I did but this week was about to go. I wasn't done that week just yet. The streak from Thursday would last until this Thursday. So what happened on on this Thursday? The let me see, what is it? Let me see. I'm searching in my notes and I gotta go down. Come on, come on, come on. Where is it? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Thursday, 17th of March then. So first was this guy that I colored, and then comes Thursday, and um, and um, I, I said to myself, can I get almost seven days of a of an absolute streak, creative streak? And uh, yes, I was going to get that, but first, my body really protested, and I I wondered if I was even going to get into the media studio to jump back on the on the horse again and continue going. Because my, I had clearly, I clearly felt that this was, I was starting to reach the limit of what I was capable of, like from a, from a cognitive point of view, it was really getting tough. Um, and then also uh, resting up after a late night, uh, being active, uh, cleaning and driving, and um, with everything that comes with it. Oh God. <sighs> Uh, got some studio frogs, and um, and so on uh, on Thursday when I wake up, I'm just like I cannot imagine myself going into the media studio. But there is this creative devil on my shoulder going, "You go, go in there," and I'm like, "Maybe I'm not." And the and the the, the on this devil on the shoulder goes, "Oh yes, you will," and I'm like, oh, "I'm not sure." And the devil goes, "You will go in," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I gotta go in." Even though my nose is kind of runny, don't think about it. And I'm like, oh yes, okay, absolutely right. I'm going in. So, um, Rose was... Uh, Rose? Nah, 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 nah. I can't speak. So, nose being runny, stuffed, sneezy, uh, kind of half bad, rested up, kind of garbage sleep. Um, and uh, I felt quite like garbage in that kind of regard and was like eh, I, I have no I, I just can't imagine that I will get anything of value together today but I'm going into the studio just for the hell of it and um, and I just I just uh, pushed on eventually I get in 
and after a, after almost uh, some 50 45 minutes of just making a scratch you know these up uh, warm up sequences that i do before every drawing and i'm i'm just like i have no idea why it just takes so long to get into to to get the mind into gear it's just like <clears throat> come on and um, eventually I'm like, okay, that was a good chunk of the um, of this Thursday being occupied of just warming up. But if that's if that if that's it, okay, I take it, I take it. And uh, so, what am I gonna what am I gonna do? So again, a little bit of a follow up to what I what I had had been doing before. So um, I had been drawing a lot of things in just lines you remember uh this this building that i made the weekend before uh the one with um uh the first iteration of it uh not the first iteration even you yeah 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 it is it is um it it, it kind of is <laughs> to, to some degree um i haven't made up my mind just yet uh but bear with me so uh, the whole building deal, that was just lines. It was just black and white. Um, the Kitsune girl, also black and white. It was just uh, it was just lines. The stick figure, lines. You see where this is going? The the, the piece from Monday, that, that record breaker, lines. Then, Wednesday, colors. But... Um, but just um and and that was just um what 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 am i trying to ah i started to make the whole ah, this is this is i really should be sleeping now um anyways so it was a lot of lines and i had drawn a lot of different things but i said to myself it's time to get back to drawing characters now i'm back here in reality again okay good okay good i'm gonna get this together so so I'm looking through my I'm looking through my character practice document and I'm going like okay I've been practicing this one this one and this one but not these two I haven't drawn these two in a long while and these two were Talon and Bron and there are two screenshots that I've taken from the from the sneak peek that is up on YouTube and these two poses I've been um, angles rather I've been trying to draw before and especially that one of Bron is this it's this moment where he's saying um uh they will be killed on the spot and he is really his um, from a three-quarter angle he's looking to the right into the face of talon with a very stern kind of face and um and, and is looking very serious yeah that's the word and it's a and it's a very great exercise this one particular shot because it's a it's a combination of a number of things it's um his his face is really complicated and um i will tell you why so you have a lot of combinations of bends some are long and flowing and some bends are kind of sharp and short there are some sharp angles there are um very uh I, I don't know the kind if i'm if i'm if i would be using the right kind of word to describe it but there are the, these very sharp angles um he has these uh, design features with with his um his entire face is this entire 
it's it's a big combination of many tricky things that you you need quite some skill in order to observe and recreate and and i really note and, and i really noticed that things were that things were indeed tricky and Braun is um rather is one of the most he he has to be the most difficult character i've ever drawn so far even more difficult than Phylon because of his combination of um of of design features and um i believe there's one character that tops him but he is definitely uh, somewhere in the upper part of the league because of those reasons and then i haven't talked about the colors yet because he has a number of different colors as well uh but it's not um but but it's but it's definitely manageable it's just um uh colors is one thing uh but but to get the line work right is quite a challenge with braun and especially his face and um and so i did a first attempt and I tried to cut corners, and of course I bite myself in the butt. Uh, so, so the first attempt was—it was not bad, but it, it didn't look like it. It wasn't a pretty brawn. Then I, uh, then I um, readjusted my strategy a little bit and went for another go. And that one looked—it just looks so much better. You would not be—you would not think that I drew. <laughs> that I was the one drawing the the first uh, the first attempt and the second attempt. You you would th- you would probably think that it was two different people, and that the other guy, or in the second attempt, that I was even tracing Bron because it really got close. It he looks absolutely great on that sketch. It's one of the best I made so far. I can I want to say that, and uh, I. With that one completed, I said to myself, well, I do have some time left for today, so while I'm at it, let's try one with uh, Talon. And that is a face she's making just a few seconds prior. She, uh, it's, it's in this moment where Bron is um, saying, you know very well what happens to demons behind the, be, beyond the rift, Talon. And um, and then um, Talon is leaning your head forward, ears backward, closing the eyes, and it's just like, oh, you're loud, and she's just like, I know, I know. She 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 gets that kind of face. At least that's my interpretation. And um, and um, it's a pretty interesting kind of uh, kind of face there because it's. Uh, in order to draw emotions well, you and and animate those emotions even, um, these are the kinds of moments that one needs to be able to uh, to be able to recreate and and to understand w- what you're looking at. And Milky is really good, one of the best in our scene at at uh, facial expressions. She is really good at it. Just observe the others and observe um, the way that. Milky uh, makes her characters um, express feelings. It is um, it is quite remarkable the engineering and the care that has been going into getting that piece of the skill set right. It is and it's it is making such a difference. Um, really, really impressive to see. And I have so much more, and I have a lot to learn 
from this, which I would put to good use in the next uh, in the next moment. I'm about to get to that one. Uh, so I recreate and uh, draw Talon's head there, and it's working out very well for the most part. It takes it takes its time, but you know it's um, it is uh, it's also this thing that I'm doing. So uh, for context, th th and this is important. So um, in the previous piece there with Bron, he is looking to the right. And in my two sketches that I had done up there, they are also looking to the right. And that makes sense, okay? Now, in the case of Talon, I said to myself, I'm going to up that challenge a little bit more. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna see what my mirroring skills can do for me. So I, what I did was that I mirrored, uh, I mirrored Talon's face. So that she is looking... It, it looks like two talents are looking at each other. So that was a very interesting exercise. Because once again, this, this whole bit with uh, observational skills, it's, it's a big deal. And um, I sure have come a long way in that department ever since I... Um, started to learn the basics from the one and only Toniko Pantoa, which uh, uh, who has been very, very influential for my um, basic and more advanced art skills. It's basically everything that he has been teaching is the, is, uh, is the foundation for the, success, the successes uh, the, the successes that I'm reaping right now. So just to be clear. But as if Talon, if, as if Bron didn't look good enough and Talon didn't look good enough, I said, okay, that was from reference. That was from reference again, but I did it a little bit more tricky for myself. Now let's do the, the, the big challenge of getting the character that I will voice act to um, look into the camera and bring his character out. And this is one of the best uh, things I've drawn in a, in quite a while because it's 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 rather it's rather crazy. I I had a bit more of an extreme version in my head, but what I got together is absolutely nothing to be ashamed of at all. It's <laughs> it's pretty crazy, and uh, I had a rather I had a rather clear I had a rather clear vision of what he was going to look like before I even started to draw. I had the idea brewing in the back of my head since, was it, one and a half days prior. But this was the moment when it was time to finally get the pen to the tablet and, and draw him. And uh, and uh, if, if um, there was a moment where I said that... Um, it was absolutely the right decision to to push to 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 be stubborn, and 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 um, and go ahead, even though things seem to be over for a moment. This this was the one. All cylinders. I was running on all cylinders, and I get this thing together. And uh, I can't really tell more than that he is from depicted from the waist up. Crazy pose, crazy thing, and crazy thing. 
<laughs> and uh, and it was an absolute pleasure to to show him for uh, for the crew because it was it was just so wild. Um, and uh, yes, universally just uh, lovely. So all these three pieces on that one Thursday, and um, on Friday the following day, I showed. Um, I showed Bron and Talon to mom. Couldn't show the third one because that was that that's the line. This this guy is, as I've said before, he's not um he is not yet presented to the public. But I could show Talon and Bron to mom, and she almost choked on her sandwich when I said that. This is how it began. So this is um my sketch of, of Braun, and that was the first attempt, but I said to myself that I could do even better. Then I swiped to the right and show the other uh, cleaner line art, a much cleaner line art, and she's like, hmm! And, uh, no. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. You you traced it. No, I didn't. Oh. It's, 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 it's great! <laughs> <laughs> and um and then I showed Talon and the reaction was pretty much the same. So it's um it's really cool. And um mind you, I've been really uh secretive about pretty much everything that has been going on here. And because of this one reason, I don't want to show something that um gives the indication that um that uh, that that kind of that might give the wrong impression. I much rather this is my strategy. It's bold. It's it's unusual, but it's it's this lid on until it works, and then when there is something something to uh, to present that looks proper, that's the moment when I start to lift the lid, and we're definitely getting there um, for for the wider community. That is, uh, so. Yes, uh, three very significant indications and products from just one evening, and it was just great. So that completed pretty much a seven-day streak. It was pretty insane, and I had and I had done it. There was just one way to celebrate, was it? Hmm. And that was by just taking a break from the studio, and considering what. Um, what I also happen to like the most, if I put it this way, the other toy has has wheels, if I put it that way. Yes, you guessed it right. Um, I took my car out for a spin. And um, and also, that one Friday, it, it so happened to coincide with the, with the, um, uh, with the fact that I... Uh, I took delivery of my new racing gloves. Yes, I, <laughs> I, I um, my my previous my 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 black and white racing gloves are not bad. I'm I'm not gonna harp on this forever. Just bear with me, real quick. Uh, so my my previous black my my current black and white racing gloves they are not bad, but these ones are the uh, one notch better. They have pre curved fingers and they have some really grippy. Um, nice uh coat they, they it has a, they have a special coating in the palms and the, and a very intricate 
pattern that looks really, really dope. And they are also red, which which goes with um, the the gauge cluster inside of the car and, and the logotypes and the fact that the seats are red and black and all that. Um, and that also means that I will probably, in some time in the future, also give Xenon a pair of red gloves, because yes. <laughs> and, um, and yes, it was an amazing drive out in the... In the under under the stars and full moon, uh, all for myself in the morning of Saturday, sometime about was it two or three? Yeah, somewhere between two and three in the morning. It was absolutely amazing, and that week was a massive um, payback, payback, payoff kind of thing. Um, considering everything that had happened before. And so Saturday, I just took my time to just recover. Sunday on 20th of March... March? March? There's not March. I'm just... What am I... What am I from Sweden or something? And um, and 20th of Mar- March... Almost got it wrong. Um, Milky pops into the chat... And um, she says... Very rough outline completes in big letters... And so she presented a rough outline for Wilson Cecilia's first episodes. And they are quite many. And um, the, the, outlined ep- the outline for the episodes, very interesting. It's uh, looking really good. We will get to discuss the details of each and every episode and then figure out how to tell the story on an on a, on a episode to... On, on a season-ish kind of basis. On a, I should even say season basis, even though... Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we will, we will just use the season basis for um, as, uh, as a term. And, um, and then um, at a season basis, then episode basis, then moment-to-moment inside of the episode. So we have a lot of things to talk about, but it's going to be really, really interesting, and uh, that is um, and it's a long time coming, because it, it really, we, from all angles, we're starting to get an idea of what this adventure is, what it can become, and where we're going with our production. It is just so we are just having the greatest of times with um, with a project right now. It's great. And so we get to this Monday, the 21st of March, and now we're going into Azerhal uh, Reborn territory, because it was a long while ago I drew something else than uh, Wolves of Cecilia characters, and it was time to do that here with a character that I like a real lot. And um, a number of Azerhal Reborn fans um, it, pretty much everybody likes Kaitu. It's that green, white, neon green, white, uh, rather, uh, neon green, white, black, um, wolf guy. And uh, he's just looking absolutely amazing. And as a character, he's really interesting, if I save myself. And, um, and so I, the, uh, Shilach the author and the creator of Azerhal, she had been um, 
she has done a really good job with providing a lot of assets for for the public to see on her website. And one of those assets are um, for for all the made for all the major characters. You have a headshot, which is most oftenly from from the front, where the character is looking right into the camera. And in the case of Kaitu, he has exactly that. He has a shot where he's looking right into the camera. And uh, this one particular shot, I've been attempting to draw a number of times in the past with various degrees of success. Because either I have messed something up to the point where it, it, it just... We, we just say, okay, I see what you're trying to do, but but it's not Kaitu. And, um, and in other cases, been like, okay, I'm close, but I'm not close enough. Then... In some cases, I've been close, but I'm messed up the proportions or something like that. And it's just like it. It is never. It has always been um, slightly off, and it's been rather annoying. And I've said to myself, "When is the when is the day going to come when I'm just going to have him uh, we, being able to nail his design and 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 look?" And um, for for the longest of time, it was also this uh, this fact that um, it was really hard for me to kind of understand. Uh, Shilach's um, aesthetic when it comes to how she designs her wolves because they have this um, they they are all they consist of a lot of rounded lines they are semi-realistic which means that um, the eyes for example on on Shilach's Azrahal reborn wolves they are much more um, as I said, realistic looking. They're much smaller than the ones that you find on Wolves of Cecilia. Wolves of Cecilia are a bit more to the anime kind of anime kind of direction with the eyes. And um, what else is there? Uh, lots of in the, in the case of Shellac's characters, lots of rounded lines. Hardly anything is uh, straight like a ruler. Um, but in the case of uh, Wolves of Cecilia characters, that's that's what they what you find here and there and um it, and it's it's in it's a is this very it's a very different kind of aesthetic and both of them look absolutely fantastic and um and i and i've always wanted to kind of just just pick one of those azrahal reborn characters and especially kaitu because i just because his design is just um br- absolutely brilliant and i said to myself I just want really just want to have that one moment where I I I pull up that reference, I look at it, I put the pen to the paper and I get it right. And that is pretty much what happened with a few distractions in between with um with suboptimal working conditions but and um and a few other things but despite that this is the closest I've got so far and drawing him felt easier than ever and that is from coming from me who just couldn't figure out how to or couldn't just wrap my head around even the most simple of um quote-unquote simple of things when trying to draw him a number of times this one particular pose um over the last year and i do consider uh, I will definitely show this to the public one day or another. <clears throat> sure, I've um, I've done a um, few misses here and there. Most notable, I would say, is that the pupils on um, 
I totally forgot about the pupils on um, on my drawing. So it looks like um, Kaito's um, pupils that I've drawn are extremely big compared to the ones on the reference. And a few other things. Um, his ears are a little bit, are not as pointy as I made them. Uh, and then what else is there? The the proportions on his neck is a little bit different. His head is a little bit um, uh, narrower than the reference. But I even but here's the thing: even if uh, Shilak would draw Kaito two or three times, he would not look the same each and every time. There, there, there's this just uh, the fact that we are that we are humans that make that introduces some. Uh, inconsistencies so I might be within the margin of error I'm, I'm not sure um, but this is uh, but that's not for me to decide but the, the most important thing here is that it just went so much smoother and I was just so much more decisive with the lines I couldn't just I can't compare it to what it was like before it was it's just it's a huge huge step forward it's um and only and that's just from a from a drawing point of view that's from a technical point of view with me as an artist but then we have the result which is so much better as well it's just really really amazing just how far i've come and um yes it didn't take long before the uh the the guys in uh, the wilson cecilia crew said the same they were all really impressed so yes definitely going all in the right direction here and so that was monday on tuesday uh rested up real good and on wednesday what did i do after i've been resting up so good cleaning dad's lab and i gave it a lot of beans because old man deserves it and then went on to clean clean's mom's clinic and it got really really late and then to to stay uh effective at very late i uh i consumed quite some energy drink and then i didn't really feel like sleeping and i had um i had some unfinished business with myself because there had been a few inconsistencies in my in my um when it comes to my driving skills that i really really wanted to address and i was like i just want to make it I just gonna practice these things and now I have the gap because I'm going to go into an intensive um, studio weekend where I just want to focus on the art and then I don't want to I don't want to be bothered by thinking about shift points and and um, and how my uh, how the car behaves and all that and we're just like I want to do this now put the lid on and <laughs> and dive into the studio and um, and so I took took this opportunity to do exactly that. And and again, um, it 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 was this another. It was a great opportunity to uh, to also bed in the brakes. And uh, as I said, the car got a brake job, and for some I don't know what was it, one hundred and fifty miles, it is going to be uh, slowly the the brake discs and the and the and the brake pads. They are going to be to become. Uh, mated to each other, so to speak, they are going to go from. They uh, they are just they they have to be broken in, and uh, that's for a number of things. But but 
but one of those things is, and most importantly of them all, is safety. Because otherwise, if if they are not properly bedded in, you could have a break action. And I'm not going to go too super nerdy on this. I bear with me. Uh, but this is good for you guys. Is uh, in some kind of way, uh, depending on if you're already driving, if you already have, uh, if you already have a driving license, or if you are about to get one or whatever. But you, you, whatever you don't want to have is that you don't want to have a car that veers to either side or has um, uh, either to the left or the right or has an uneven braking action on the wheels. It is quite a crazy thing that you, you expect to, the car to go straight and then you press on the brake pedal and the, 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 the car starts to steer for you. You're not turning the wheel, but it steers. And um, that's what can happen with when, um, when the brakes are either faulty or not properly um, broken in or, as it's called, bedded in. So that's what I did. And I had an, uh, I have a... That, you, know, you remember that big famous hill that is this long, long hill? And that is the perfect spot to bring the car up to speed and then just slowly and then do these all these kind of uh, braking maneuvers in order to really let those uh, pads and discs really uh, become friends, so to speak. And I did some, I think I did some four hits on, on that slope within legal limits, of course. And um, and it probably has saved me a number of um, a number of miles or kilometers in uh, in um, in uh, in um, in distance that I would otherwise need to drive. But I could only do this because I was out in the middle of the night. And as a matter of fact, after such a discharge, entire Thursday, I rested up. But also. Um, as you might know, I've been. I, I don't mention the war, as they say in in faulty towers. But um, in in most cases, I can leave the whole war thing aside. But sometimes it's just like it's hard to control, and uh, and it just gets the better part of me. And yesterday, Thursday was such a day. I just, uh, yeah, just. Uh, rested up, but I also it was also over all over my mind. Um, I just wanted to think it through properly so that when we got to today or this morning or whatever, I was going to be able to focus 100% on what we were going to do. And now, the grande finale, the grand final. So, early early Friday morning, Milky posts a piece of art, which is this character inspiration thing. And I have seen Therese in many, <laughs> in many shapes and sizes before, but this one pose of him and his face there is, he just looks so happy. I just absolutely, I, I didn't, we were so busy that I didn't even get to say that to, uh, to Milky earlier today, but she absolutely got him so good in this one. It, um, I don't, remember exactly where it's posted on the server right off the bat here um but he just looks so happy i mean it's absolutely oh my god he just looks so good and um character inspiration it says and then we have at least we have six characters on this uh, on this um picture 
that that are from different um, different uh, animated shows out there or movies, <clears throat> and I can I do recognize two, but not the other four. So I feel a bit like I want to hide here behind my chair. Um, but we have up to the right we have Naruto, and then we have I I'm pretty pretty sure that's Sokka from uh, from. Uh, Ah, what was it now again? Avatar The Last Airbender. I'm 80% sure, at the very least. And then the rest of the guys... Oh, I don't know. But upper left corner must be a character from um, from Wolf's Reign. I'm pretty certain. But um, uh, don't at me, bro, as I used to say. So, but yeah, I have some homework to do. As I said before, probably... I am much more of a producer than a consumer, but I must remember to also consume a little bit. Otherwise, I just um, won't be able to do a good job. So I have um, quite some stuff to watch out there. Oh, boy. Okay. Last but not least. Absolutely not least. Because, oh, my word, was this um, eventful... Um, seven-hour bash. Yes, that was a seven-hour bash. That was from seven in the evening, Swedish time, European time. That is me and Vio. We are on the same time zone. So that was from seven in the evening to... That is almost eight hours when we uh, when we said goodbye. We, we, when we eventually said goodbye. That was um, seven in the evening to quarter to quarter to two in the morning so that's 7 p.m to 1 45 a.m depending on what time zone you prefer so yeah that was pretty insane and then i have been sitting here for two and a half hours and talking so go figure (laughs) if you want to create content and you're afraid of working, do something else. (laughs) That's everything I can say. And so, what did we do here? Okay, we did... I did... I recorded the lines for my character, the one character that I lined and uh, and colored that Milky designed in uh, this episode. I'm not going to get closer to where in the episode, but he is in that episode. And uh, I was, to to give you an idea of what we were doing, I was the one voice acting, of course, with this microphone. And uh, this one setup that I have here, uh, transmitter in the microphone, receiver here in a receiver unit, and then into the phone. It's that simple. That's everything you need to do some simple voice acting. But in order to get the process to work really good, you need preferably a little bit more people than that. And that's where um, Vio came in as an audio editor. And then, of course, Milky with directing and uh, and uh, really helping me to understand what kind of character this... Um, uh, what kind of character I needed to get out of this character, 
characterception. You get a character in a character. Eh? Okay. So, uh, but I was also when it comes to the to the roles that I had, uh, I was also pretty much. I was also assist. We were we were me and Milky were pretty much sharing duties as audio directors because. Um, Vio is pretty new to this whole thing with, uh, with, um, with understanding how to get the timing right and uh, um, the entire aesthetic, so to speak, of um, making so making these voice acting vocal tracks. And uh, there is a lot of stuff to learn. It takes a lot of time to get it right, but when um, with with the right kind of uh, mentoring, as per always, either really good mentoring or the right kind of um, uh, material to study, then it's absolutely possible. And in this case, of course, I'm the mentor, and uh, Milky's too, and uh, everybody's helping everyone in uh, backstage here. It's it's we're having we're having a great time, and um, and so. I started out with uh, <clears throat> with um, with lines, and we uh, let me see. Uh, we had a lot of shenanigans going on in between the takes. It was absolutely glorious. We we pulled some practical jokes, and we just uh, we traded a number of um, we traded a number of ideas along the way. But but uh, throughout these hours, we were just really really focused to get. Um, to get the emotions across and to really uh, and to really get the most out of the material, and I also gotta say that I've heard um, <clears throat> during this process I also heard um, another of another one of our voice actors can't say who because then we'll get into spoiler territory and what's going on, but um, but we have um, one of the one of the main voice actors in. Uh, um, I was playing against that voice actor, and it was just like this. This guy is on a very high level, and I was like, I gotta get close at the very best, but preferably match what uh, that that kind of performance because it was really really good, and I really had to work hard on it. We did a number of retakes, and we were. I was just pushing on for. All I had, I ignored uh, the hunger, which was a big problem here because I uh, I really wanted to be on time, and uh, I I also uh, in the process of that I forgot to uh, to eat properly, and I was on a on a food deficit if uh, if that is even the right kind of way to describe it. But I was sh- I had a food sh- uh, shortage. Uh, didn't hadn't eaten properly, and uh, had to compensate with energy drink because there was no time to eat. We 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 were on a tight time schedule. Time was ticking, and we had a number of lines to record. It was going to get right. It was going to get good, and um, we did get the act together. And 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 here's the thing, um, since we are we are still I mean we are still learning things here. So it's this um, it's this. Um, a good part of the time we're just trying to to learn the right way to to develop 
and and uh, so so we have this two front war of sorts. Uh, there I mentioned the war again, but it's not that kind of war. But um, but but it's this situation that we're in that we are we we don't have the routine there yet, and we try we are still trying to figure out the processes of of how everything is going to work. But what we did here today proved that we once again were able to work as a unit and uh, come up with solutions and f- by the hour um, we were just ironing out so many um, so many things in the workflow and it really really worked well and um, all uh, eventually we got um, we got this particular scene timed out timed rather I should say timed with me uh, as a voice actor all lines completed improvised uh, some improvisation even that bridged a gap that we struggled to 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 fill we we noticed in the in the last kind of um, as we were going into this recording session that we there was this point in the script this this one moment in the script where things could be uh, could get a little bit wonky which um, Milky couldn't solve on her own, and she asked if, um, and uh, she she asked me if I could do some kind of improvisation to maybe to 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 prepare us for a situation where if it would get weird, we would be able to solve it. It took it took quite some while. It took quite a while for me to kind of come up with the right kind of way to. To get around it, and uh, but but eventually I did, and I think it really it really sells this um, this situation really well. From the it really starts selling it from uh, from a very early point, and it really kind of bridges the uh, the 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 beginning and the the peaks that kind of follows, if that makes sense. Um, so yes, I um, usually when 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 doing these notes, it takes it takes a while to to kind of um, get an understanding of what actually happened. Usually, after such an intense shift and uh, intense session, um, I can't really tell what actually went through my mind until I had a good sleep on it. That's usually how it goes, and that's when that's why. Um, that's why this process is the way it is but uh, suffice to say that it uh, milky was very happy with my performance i was absolutely blown away by the by everyone involved in this one and uh, it sounds even now with at baseline with a little bit of room for improvement even on on my part there there is always there is no such thing as a perfect project, right? I mean, um, but, but, <clears throat> oh boy, I'm almost losing my voice. Uh, but we got something really pretty together. This is still baseline. We're, I'm going to polish up the the vocals, and we are going to add music and sound effects. Then comes the animation. Then comes the compositing. And oh my god, this is gonna be quite the quite the quite the thrill. So, 
Really, really looking forward to that. The hype is real. And also, speaking of which, um, Milky will be going into... Uh, will be really... Uh, not maybe going all out, full out uh, production... Um, how should I say this? Um, going full on production mode on Wolves of Cecilia, but very close to. And that is not just for, for this weekend. This is not for the next week. This is for a number of weeks ahead. Maybe even to the, uh, all the way until the autumn. And boy howdy. We gonna be... Uh, we gonna be working. But it's gonna be absolutely amazing. And as I'm saying this, there are messages uh, flipping by on my screen from Jordan and, and, uh, and Milky. Jordan, our composer. And my god... It, 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 yeah this, this is this is amazing so um yes with all that said i've finally made it to the end of the notes and the time has clocked up to two hours and 40 minutes right there oh boy um okay that's pretty cool that's another way to spend um to spend your Saturday morning, I guess, but um, this is uh, crazy house, so anything goes, I guess. Yay! <laughs> Anyhow, um, it's time to start to bring this episode to an end. Or, well, it is pretty much at the end, but I'm gonna wrap it up in the nice kind of way that I always try to. Let me see if I just can find the right kind of place in the notes. <laughs> Where is it? Bro, is it this one? No, it's not that one. Is it this one? No, it's not that one either. Scrolly scroll. Eh, re, I guess. Um, up here? Yes, there. Okay. So, what happens next? Uh, we have, um, this Saturday, I'm going to sleep away a whole lot of this Saturday, but who cares? Um, because we had this amazing voice acting session. We we were so efficient. Oh, by the way, yeah, that's the thing. We completed, I think it was one and a half days worth of work, or maybe even two days of work in just seven hours. Let that sink in. That's some really efficient working on, um, on the part of us three. Uh, but really... Um, it was, I mean, geez, um, Vaya really, really made it happen today. Uh, and of course, uh, um, I know, I know, I talk about him a real lot, but um, in this episode, but um, but I do it for good reason. I'm really impressed. But but more, but above all, this is a teamwork. I really want to emphasize that, that this is a teamwork. This is. Um, a combination of, as I said before, the right source material, uh, the right people involved at every stage. And it just, when, and this is, you might think, you might think that this is normal. You might believe that if you're, if, if you don't have insight into the way that things work in the creative, um, in these creative process, uh, projects, you might believe that this is normal. But I tell you, this is not. This is quite an unusual kind of environment that we have here. 
and I'm just so happy after all these years to be in the middle of it and uh, and getting so good material together and doing what I'm doing and I just and uh, and uh, and uh, I just wanted to continue for as long as possible it is the best thing I've ever made no joke anyhow I, I was about to wrap this up uh, I was about to wrap this up ah, no I was about to wrap this up and uh, so what happens next yes this Saturday art fall on art and uh, we are going to record some lines with Jordan that's the point uh, point eh? that's the plan at the very least and I think I've skewed my um, my sleep schedule very favorably to be up when uh, when Milky and Jordan is up uh, over there in America. So this is going this is going to be pretty this is going to be pretty good, I think. And uh, I just hope that the neighbors just won't bring out their noisy stuff and play music and all that, so that that I can get some pretty good rest. That would be really that would be really nice. And so that's what happens later on this Saturday. On Sunday, it's pretty much follow up to everything that will happen today. We will. Um, I will probably do, I'm not 100% sure what I will do, uh, I haven't really got to think about it, I've been focused on this for two hours and, uh, and 45 minutes, but, uh, yes, okay, is there anything left to, to say? Yes, um, links to the Wolves Sila Discord server, you will find that in the podcast description, and uh, with that said, I, I don't think that I don't have that much more to add, except that um, thoughts with the people of Ukraine, of course, stay strong. Slava Ukraine! And, um, and wishing you all the best. And um, yes, I'm, I'm having you all within my thoughts. I'm having you all in my thoughts real often almost all of the time we're all in this together in some kind of way all right so here we go it's time to end it thank you for all continued support all the activity and all the inspiring stuff you post and as always have a magic time with your art but first before i sign out a moment of silence.
Thank you so much for listening. Follow your passion, and we'll see you next time.